Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All in all. Despite the fact that we only had one baseball team playing here on Monday night, Monday ended up being quite an eventful sports day every which way across the board. And let's start first with the dire straits, quite frankly, and the terrible predicament that all of a sudden the New York Mets starting rotation is currently in. And it started earlier in the day with the opt-out of Marcus Stroman. Let's start there, and then we'll get to the disaster at City Field against the Washington Nationals. Let's start with Stroman. Anytime now you have a player who's going to opt out of this year because of COVID-19, you have to respect that player's well wishes. And we all do. However, when it comes to Marcus Stroman... And what he didn't exactly give the New York Mets. With all of the smack talk, with all of the bluster on social media, I'm going to go out and dominate. I'm going to go and be great. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I can totally understand this feeling of what? Huh? Why? How, you name it, when it comes to the opt-out that he presented the New York Mets Monday afternoon. Marcus Stroman's well within his rights to do so. But you have to understand the optic of your Long Island kid. You're coming to New York to pitch for the local team. All of a sudden, that fan base is going to have a pretty lofty and high expectation of what you're going to bring to the table. And let's be honest, Marcus Stroman did not exactly deliver on that last year for the Mets. He was, in many ways, mediocre. So now he does not throw a pitch at all here in this 2020 season. He's making a financial decision. Maybe he doesn't feel his body's where it needs to be. Maybe he's not in love with the current team. Who knows? 
These players, all within their rights. They want to opt out, they can opt out. But do I get the sense that there will be a whole lot of dissatisfaction amongst Mets fans? Absolutely. And to me, the dissatisfaction has got to be far more directed at your general manager as opposed to Marcus Stroman. Listen, Marcus Stroman is what he is. He's a solid big league pitcher. He is not a great pitcher like he, you know, parades himself out to be. He is not some ace. He is not some frontline guy. I hate to break it to Marcus Stroman. Guess what, pal? You're not a difference maker in a rotation. I'm sorry. You're just not. You're serviceable. You're solid. But you're not going to be the difference in a team, let's say, going to the playoffs. You weren't for the Mets last year. You're not going to be a difference in a team going to a World Series. Sorry, you're just not that caliber of an arm. But this takes me back to last July, and it really takes me back to the offseason 18 into 19. The Mets have mishandled so many different moves under the Brody Van Wagenen regime. Not extending Zach Wheeler after 18, which to me made perfect sense at the time. You extend Zach Wheeler right then and there. Hey, guess what? You don't need to make a play and make a trade for Marcus Stroman. Then you get to the middle of July last year where the Mets, were they in it? Were they not in it? They were under 500. Were they buyers? Were they sellers? Most people were of the mindset the Mets were sellers. Going into July trade deadline. A lot of people thought, all right, they're going to go and get Stroman, and then, all right, they'll get something for Wheeler. Or maybe they'll get something for Syndergaard. Or maybe they'll restock the farm system in that way. Well, they didn't do that. They make the Stroman trade, and basically what they get is 11 starts. Whether it's bad luck or not, the reality of the situation is this. They got 11 starts out of Marcus Stroman. And they gave up two arms, one in Anthony Kay, another in Woods Richardson, who may have had an impact on a rotation right now that is absolutely depleted. So do I think it's fair to say that this Stroman move will probably be chalked up as yet another L for a general manager who seems in many ways way in over his head and in many ways, seems completely overmatched. My answer to that question would be yes. Yes. Sorry, I didn't make that Marcus Stroman trade to get 11 starts out of him in a year in which I finished in third place. Sorry. And as I told you guys last year in the wintertime, and as I told you guys back in July, if I had a choice, and I could have Zach Will or Marcus Stroman on my team, it's really not debatable. I'd much rather have Zach Wheeler on my team. So, that's out. Wheeler is a Philly. Stroman opts out. Stroman's a free agent at the end of the year. Who the hell knows if he's going to be back on his team or not? So, maybe it's a little bit of bad luck. That may be the case. Yes, I know. It's impossible to predict a pandemic is going to hit. I totally get that. But... It's a results-oriented business. Fair or unfair? 11 starts. Yikes. Again, aside from the J.D. Davis trade, it is very, very tough 
to find moves that have been made by this general manager that have worked out. So a Met rotation that lost Noah Syndergaard for the year, that saw Zach Wheeler take his talents to Philadelphia and was clearly not the same going into the year. You knew this before summer camp hit, before the Stroman injury and any opt-out even hit. Has looked that much worse as we've watched the first three weeks of this year. Because let's call it like it is. If you're one of these delusional folks out there, and that's probably a nice way to put it. I could probably use language that's even a little horseshit in that, but I'm not going to do that. I'm in actually a pretty good mood today, so I'm not going to do that. But if you're delusional enough to think that Stephen Matz, because of what, a, a good summer camp, is ready to be a legit number two starter on a rotation, do yourself a favor. Go wake up. If you got to be up right now, Make a strong cup of coffee like I just did and take a little swig. I'm going to take one right now for all you guys out there. I usually don't have coffee while I'm on the air, but you know what? I did today because I think you really need to get a sense and get a dose of reality. Steve Matz is what he is. And the last couple of starts, he better have been tipping his pitches against the Nationals. I, I hope. That Steven Matz was tipping his pitches against the Nationals because that was an embarrassment Monday night. I mean, that was the definition of batting practice. Batting practice. Because Ron Darling, and I'm watching the game on SNY, listen, those guys are great. Gary, Keith, and Ron, and they're fooling around at the end of the game. I mean, I'm laughing my ass off. And they're playing the classical music. They're doing the media guides. Those guys, they know what they're doing. I give credit where credit is due. They're an enjoyable listen. Very enjoyable listen. But Ronnie pointed out how comfortable the bats were for Washington throughout the game. And you know what? He was a thousand percent right. There was not one Nationals batter. And know this about the Nationals they have not hit anybody this year. They scored less than three runs a game. They just got embarrassed by the Baltimore Orioles this weekend. And they came into City Field. And it was batting practice against Mats. They were teeing off every which way. Former Mets, Drupal Cabrera, two bombs. Trey Turner, bomb. Soto, oh boy. That ball he hit over the apple. Still don't think it's landed yet. That is one of the most mammoth city field home runs that I can remember. I remember Mark Reynolds' first year of the ballpark came in and put on a show and was dropping bombs. I remember Judge, 2017, and I remember I was at WFAN. I was waiting to do uh, CBS Sports Radio. So I'm watching in like one of these, like, I actually think it was in the uh, Mike studio. But normally, and I love him. Bobby knows this. I love Usler. When the Mets are doing something productive, you can hear Usler even in the soundproof studios. It does not matter. You hear the booms. You hear the banging. It's great. That's why I love Bob. You probably heard me throughout all of New York City when Aaron Judge hit that bomb off of Robert Gazelman into what, like the third deck, fourth deck, whatever it was in City Field. That was just crushed. But Soto, who I think showed you last year in the postseason, what he's about as a player, clutch, 
powerful, hits to all fields, just a flat-out stud. He's so easy to root for. I mean, he's one of my favorite players in the game. That lefty stroke, he's got a personality to him. He's got some swagger to him. I'm a big Juan Soto fan. But he had that false positive, was waiting to come back. Well, he's made his presence felt. But Matt's just got absolutely tattooed. So this is all of a sudden a guy that I am going to look at as my number two starter? Get serious. Come to grips with the fact that at best, Steven Matz is a fourth or a fifth starter. And I believe DeGrom and I believe, you know, Luis Rojas when they talk about the stuff that they see. Because I get that. He's throwing hard. He's throwing 95, 96 miles an hour. He's got good bite on his breaking pitches when he's on. That's all true. But you got to have heart. You got to have guts. You got to have a little intestinal fortitude. And that has always been one of my knocks on Steven Matz. I don't think he's tough. I, I, I don't. I don't think he's one of those guys that when things all of a sudden start to go AWOL on the start, can he adjust on the fly and recover? In most cases, the answer is no. And you see him get emotional on the mound. He gives up the bomb. It was either to Cabrera or to Trey Turner, and he's like yelling and screaming. He's cursing in his glove, which is fine. Listen, some guy's got to you know, let it rip and show some emotion. But to me, it signals Matt's is rattled. It signals that he is lost. And it kind of speaks to the state of the Met rotation. When it's not Jacob DeGrom on the mound, and I want to give Peterson credit. He's throwing the ball well, and he's actually throwing the ball better than Matt's. But the fact that David Peterson, who was not on the opening day roster and basically was called up because of injury, is now your second most reliable starter, that's a big problem. This is the weakest the Met rotation has been in a long, long time. I mean, the Mets have had some teams that haven't been particularly good, but they've always been able to pitch. This team, I do not see that. Like, you compare their rotation to the Nationals' rotation, it's laughable. It's absolutely laughable. Yes, you have probably the best pitcher in all baseball. After that, you got question after question after question. Walker's on the injured list. Matt's can't get anybody out. Stroman's done for the year. Porcello, is he going to build upon his start that we saw the last time out against the Nationals? Or is he going to be the guy that got bombed by the Braves and got roughed up the next time he was out there? Met pitching is a problem. Big problem. And now you got Max Scherzer staring in your face. Can you find a way to maybe have him get scratched once again with a hamstring? That happened last week. You got a fortuitous break, if you will. But this is a crisis point for the Mets. And we talked about this stretch. We National League East. These games mean a whole heck of a lot. Because the way it shakes out, 60-game season, division play determines in many ways if you're getting in or not. You want to be that second team. It's amazing the Mets are still right there despite their poor start. Kind of speaks to, you know, the format kind of speaks to the fact of, yeah, eight teams, you're going to have one or two mediocre teams get in. But yet his pitching is a major, major problem. The Stroman trade is not going to age well. 
thinking that Steven Matz could be a number two starter in a rotation is comical. And Mets going to have to score a whole lot of runs. They're going to win. They're going to need their bullpen, which has pitched a lot better, to become that much more of a strength of this team. You better hope that Edwin Diaz has found it. You better hope that Familia continues, for the most part, to pitch well. Don't even think you have the time now to tinker and move Lugo, considering that he's back in that closer's role. Trying to transition and rush him into being a starting pitcher, I think that would be awfully tough to do, considering it's, what, August 11th. I mean, that's like a two-week, two-and-a-half-week type deal if you're going to look to build him up. I think that ship has sailed. Met pitching is a mess. And Mets better be careful here against the Nationals. 7-10. and 10, They got three more games. And you know the Nationals, despite the fact they have not scored runs at all this year, they're looking at these next three. They got Scherzer going later on tonight. And they don't have to face DeGrom in this series. I'm sure Davey Martinez in that group is saying, let's go and get three out of four. Mets got to find a way to win some ballgames. You know when DeGrom's on the mound, you like their chances. But after that, it's like a road to nowhere. We're going to get to a whole lot of Met rotation issues. And I guess I want to start here for Met fans. Think back on that trade they made with Marcus Stroman last year. Would you do it again? For me, no way. And it speaks to, I think, the at times irrational and unrealistic nature of this general manager. Thinking the Mets were a contending team last year? Not the case. Bringing in Marcus Stroman for 11 starts, and now to see him say sayonara with an opt-out, COVID or not, not going to make you look good. Not when you have that Diaz-Cano trade already on your ledger. I don't know what Met fan can honestly look me in the eye and say, you know what? I got the utmost confidence in this GM. I really think this GM knows what he's doing. As I've said multiple times, if I own the Mets, first order of business, he'd be fired tomorrow. He'll be fine. Make a ton of money at CAA. Put the suits on, slick back the hair, wear the nice sunglasses. He'll be okay. There's no way in the world I'd want Brody running this team. I'm sorry. Well, that's fair or not, not my concern. Do you have confidence in this general manager making the right moves? I don't. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. (laughs) I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. You fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.